0: Hi, this is Bill Crystal. You're listening to the Substandard Podcast. I have absolutely no idea why.
1: This alpha predator of yours, Doctor, do you really think he has a chance?
2: The arrogance of man is thinking nature is in our control
1: and not the other way around. Let them
2: fight. Hello and welcome back to The Substandard. I'm Victor Mattis along with Jonathan V. Last and Sonny Bunch. I'd like to remind you that the substandard is available on iTunes and Google Play. Just look under podcasts and search for substandard. You'll easily find us. Please subscribe. Tell your friends. Leave a review. In addition, we'd also like to remind you that the substandard show notes posted by Jonathan Last are available every Friday at 11 a.m. at weeklystandard.com. Gentlemen, how are we? Sonny, how are you? How was your weekend?
0: Uh, I'm great. My weekend was fine. Uh, it, It was very cold. Uh, and it's going to be even worse as the days go along. Yes. As we slowly succumb to death. Uh, no, uh, it, it was great. It was a gr- good weekend. Uh, had fun, hung out with the family, et cetera, et cetera. JBL, how was your weekend? On
1: a scale of one to 10, where one is the Brooklyn brawler and 10 is Hulk Hogan, I
0: am Brutus the barber beefcake. So that's like, what, a six?
1: Mm, four and a half.
2: Four and a half. Okay. Well, I just wanted to thank you again, JVL, for that lovely Beauty and the Beast uh, book that you uh, gave me. Um, Sadly, it's already wrinkled. Uh, The
1: pages, I mean. Did it it get much use? You know, we had a bunch of listeners on Twitter who were asking this weekend what you were doing on Saturday night. That was
2: inappropriate. That
1: was inappropriate. You know what? This
2: is really awful. What did I watch? Uh, I watched that movie on FX uh, about, uh, it's called Feud. About Bette Midler and Joan Crawford, it's a TV show. Uh, yes, move. Oh, sorry, I've been. It's a, kind of a. I guess it's going to go on for a week. What surprised me about it is, you know, because it's you know they said you know it's TVMA for you know language, and it's just f bombs now. So that that's like okay now. The c,
1: Stanley Tucci dropped Wait, the you c can word. Say that on FX. Yeah, now? FX,
0: FX has FX made the leap. It was during uh, wow. the the uh, the OJ show, the OJ docu, or you know docudrama yeah, show yeah, that yeah. they did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They basically, I think like four or five times, dropped the F-bomb and they have continued this. Uh, into their other shows. This
2: so was like—it's just like, okay now. But
0: this uh, was like Goodfellas level, you know? At uh,
2: f- in, the, in uh, not really,
1: but in Feud, and again, Stanley Tucci dropped the c word. So is basic cable not governed by the same no. FCC regs? Absolutely. Nope. So it's always Crazy. been a self-imposed. Yes. See, not having yes. grown up without cable. Yeah, yeah. The entire cable universe is kind of a mystery to me. Yep. Uh, that is basic cable. Always used to kind of—it's wild. Yeah. Almost uh, as astonishing as the fact that you, Victorine, were watching. What? Yeah, these, yeah. Why were you watching no, Feud?
2: My, my wife was just curious and I just happened to be there.
0: You were bi-curious about I it? Mean,
2: do you have to be to watch that? Is that what you're saying? Is there something wrong that I watched Bobby Dearest as a child? Okay. It was on HBO. Um, really?
0: We're really getting into the Vic Mattis <laughs> psychology. <laughs> I, watched, I watched everything.
2: Um, okay, what we were talking about and, uh, earlier is there is a trailer out, a, a Red Band trailer, no less, for a movie called... Atomic Blonde, uh, Sonny, can you
0: explain yeah. what, what's happening here? So Atomic Blonde is uh, basically a movie star. I, I have no idea what it's actually about except for what's in the trailer. So you could go watch the trailer right now, readers, uh, listeners, and you will you will experience the joy that is Atomic Blonde. But it's basically— The uh, trailer will be in the show notes, Sonny, oh, Okay, good, so good, good, people good. don't have to sort it. Just, good. Plus, there's, be
2: there. plus there's the variety review, right, there. Yeah,
0: son? yeah. So Charlize Theron uh, is an assassin, spy, something or other— who uh, spends the first minute of the Red Band trailer beating up two guys, which is kind of fu- I mean, it's always kind of funny to watch uh, like a ninety-pound woman take on two full-grown men. Uh, uh, but it is also incredibly entertaining. Uh, and the rest of the trailer is just kind of about her being, you know, super spy trying to trying to take right. people out, et cetera, et cetera, It's basically hot lesbian John Wick. That's how I described it on Twitter, and I think it's pretty accurate, frankly. I think it's uh it's a good it's a good description of the movie, and. Uh, I am really excited for this movie. JBL, how do you feel about Charlize Theron as hot lesbian John Wick? Frankly, when I
1: saw John Wick, I, I remember... Thinking to myself, the only way this could be improved is if it had hot lesbians in it. Mm. And this movie,
0: uh, Atomic Blonde, seems to have hot lesbians—at least two of them—in yes. it. So I mean, well, she, I, she could just be pretending to be a lesbian as a super spy, you know, or whatever she is. Yeah, she she's could method. just be. She could be, you know, just right. trying to seduce a source.
1: That's fine. We should, I mean, we should be very clear on this. Well, we'll know soon. Yep. Well, it, so this is based on a graphic novel called the, the Coldest City. It's about pre-war Berlin, like right before, no, I'm sorry, not pre, pre-end of the Cold War right, Berlin. So 1989 right, 1989 Berlin. Right, right as the wall is about to fall. And uh, I don't know, I, you know, I, I've i never really liked Charlize Theron as an actress, just bother me I guess the, not the even. only thing I hold against her is her six episode turn in Arrested Development which I think are the only six bad episodes wow really I mean, not, they're not bad but they're they the... Mr. F Th- Mr. F. Yes, those it's kind are kind of a distraction.
0: I am yes. surprised. I'm actually. I sent you. I actually sent you the link I, to the trailer with the subject line Mr. F. I know. On um, in the hopes that that would be a, a common touchstone that we could share because you love Arrested Development. You love Arrested Development more than anything in the whole world. True. Fact check. True. Yeah. I so love and Arrested I was Development. I, and I was shocked. I am shocked to hear right now. For the first time that you don't like Charlize Theron's turn, I don't. It's uh,
1: it, I mean, there's some other fun things happening during that six episode arc, but in general, when her arc is the, the whole little weakest. You don't like Wee like we Britain. Britain with the we Mary Britain. Poppins, yeah. Yeah. and the only good thing that's happening during that arc is you get maybe some of the best maybe funke stuff at the movie studio <laughs> where she is filming The Young Man in the Sea yeah. and cre- turning it into the Tunnel of Love. Actually, uh, and there's a lot of great Les Cousins, Danger which is, if any listeners out there, the one thing my office here is full of movie posters. The poster I don't have is for the fake movie in Arrested Development called Les Cousins Dangerous, and I'm dying to have that. I don't even know if it exists, but if somebody out there has seen it, uh, please send me an email because I would like to own that. Oh. I think it's uh, uh, really interesting. I read
2: part of that review in Variety. So The review of the trailer. Of the tra- of the no, no, it's a tra- review, no, review, oh, pre- review of
1: the movie. Because the movie premiered oh, at South-, South by Southwest. This oh, weekend. oh, oh. Yeah, and realize. yet we have to wait
2: until summer to right, see. Right, so this that's night. kind of ridiculous. Weird. You have to be in Austin. You have to be in Austin. Um, it does take place. It's 1989 Berlin, so my other thought was that this is like the lives of others meets John Wick, meets Mulholland Drive basically. That's, yeah, that's pretty so, good.
1: yeah. That, that was probably right. the pitch. Yeah. to Yeah.
0: The yeah.
2: Studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's kind of been done before, like like La Femme Nikita with Bridget Fonda, right? Or
0: well, this goes back to our conversation yeah. last week about strong female leads. That's right. There's you know there's a whole, a whole here's kind one. of genre of right. of this this
1: movie. Uh, I this am, is David Leitch,
0: right, Sonny? The same the yeah. same director of. John Wick and John Wick 2 has directed this as well.
1: Yeah, yes. that sounds right. Yeah, I don't know. So I, is, I really
0: didn't do any research on this except for watching the trailer, which okay. was awesome.
1: He how many how many times out of curiosity?
0: I watched that. Tr- let's see. It debuted on Friday. And uh, I had had uh, uh, a drink or two, and I just went back to my office and well, and put it on a loop. So your personal just, YouTube count just, on that is probably like twenty seven. I would say it's like well, it's probably closer to like five or six. You know, okay. five, <laughs> five five or six. Let's not get crazy.
1: I, I like to think that David Leitch might be like the Zack Snyder of gunfu
0: cinema. Well, I mean, Zack Snyder is the Zack Snyder of gun-fu cinema, In the in the renowned Tough. classic Sucker Punch, you know, which has some of the best staged fight scenes of any movie in cinema history. Uh, we've seen better work. Uh, so, my question, though, really for you, uh, both of you, feel free to jump in. Either one is where do we go in the kind of uh, John Wick but X universe? I mean, I obviously we have hot lesbian John Wick, or possibly hot by John Wick, mm-hmm. and then we have uh, uh, we need like a stoic black man john wick
2: well yeah that would be luke cage
0: yeah and then uh i my personal i'm personally looking forward to uh dangerous furry john wick you know the the guy who who dresses up in the furry costume (laughs) and he he goes around murdering people with his you know his grimace head off or whatever uh what are you guys looking forward to in, yeah, this, st- In this schlubby middle-aged mm-hmm. John Wick, starring middle-aged Paul John Giamatti, yes, Paul oh, no, no, Giamatti, John Wick.
1: I, so one of one of my underrated sort of cult favorites. Uh, if we still had a class of TNT movies, like movies that were on, mm-hmm. um, I would say Three Days to Kill, which is an overlooked Kevin Costner movie. Have you guys seen this? No. He is an ex CIA assassin who has been diagnosed with some horrible terminal disease, who is going to—who's living in Paris to sort of live out his final weeks. His ex-wife is in Paris with his teenage daughter. And uh, Julianne, is it Hoffa? Who's the one who divorced Johnny Depp? The one that... The girl who just just divorced Johnny Depp. uh, Uh, I brought the whole story. It doesn't matter. The the very attractive Mm. blonde who Mm. has recently divorced from Johnny Depp approaches him and says, I work for a syndicate. We can cure you, but uh, we need you to assassinate this list of people over Mm. the next three days. Mm -hmm. And the movie then swerves from being... (laughs) And I think it's Amber P- Heard. Amber Heard, thank you. Ah. It's produced by Luc Besson. And so like all Luke Besson, it mm-hmm. swerves from mm-hmm. being pure action to being like really, really good father teenage daughter comedy mm. to also being middle-aged dad revenge fantasy of what you would do to the boys who are tormenting your teenage daughter. And the whole oh, thing good. it's it's again, this is not mm-hmm. classic cinema, mm-hmm. but if you just have ninety minutes as opposed to three days to kill, mm-hmm. do that. And so this is, that's like the middle-aged dad version mm-hmm. of John mm-hmm. Wick. Uh, taken-ish. Yeah. great. Taken-ish,
0: but but with an aspect of funny thrown into yeah. it, um, yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. really... Taken was hilarious, like when they were electrocuting that guy, when they were torturing him with the, <laughs> no, the electrical, so that was great. So there's, was a good scene, stuff. there's a scene where Kevin Costner has come back to Paris for the first time, and he has a flat there
1: which he's kept, but he has not been there in like 10 years. And he goes to his apartment and there's an immigrant family living in it. And so he goes to the police department to say, I need you to evict these people. And the French police just laugh at him. And they say, oh, you know, there are squatters rights, monsieur Americano. You know, you cannot. These people live there. It does not matter whether you own it or not. And, and they literally tell, explain to him that it would be at least 10 years before he had any chance of even possibly getting these people out. And his best option was just to learn to live with them. And so Kevin Costner goes back with this like nice Algerian immigrant family and basically learns to
0: live with them. Oh, but it's hysterical; like, it's all done yeah. very funny. He doesn't and just kill them to get the. That's what I thought you were going Yeah, I, I was like, I thought, like, thought there were going to be and like then, guys flying yeah, out of windows yeah, and then there was a fire. He just learns to live with them. And then there was an apartment
2: building fire. I think I'm going to say that it's great. Okay, all right. Three days to kill. Great, great, great. I would like to see sort of like a combination of John Wick meets My Father, the Hero, or you know, the movie with. So basically. Exactly what, what I just I'll said. Just yeah, up. with Catherine Heigl, if you can right, turn right. back and the clock,
0: Gerard Depardieu. Yes, great movie. You just want a young Catherine Heigl. I in the
2: saw. Movie. You know what I? That you just was, want a creepily in,
0: young. When I was in Vienna, that was called Daddy Cool. That was the name of the movie. Okay, Daddy so, Cool. You want? What about, you want like a sixteen-year-old Catherine Heigl in a movie? That's 16, what you. Want. I thought she
1: was eighteen. Yeah. What about middle-aged yes, magazine editor?
0: Oh, John Wick. <laughs>
1: With a really attractive 18-year-old daughter who does wizardry.
2: <laughs> daughter? Oh,
1: this is getting crazy now. Daughter's was best friend. Oh, about
2: it? Thank you. In- 18-year-old In- intern. Old intern. Thank Thank you. intern. Thank you. No. Thank you. Uh, no comment. I
1: was going Me to really say, unless you, have... do, you have, do you have other thoughts on on Atomic Blonde? Yeah.
0: I have a lot of thoughts on Atomic Blonde. So if you, want
1: uh, to... uh, you know what? I, I, I went and ordered okay. the right. comic book this morning, and I will look forward to reading that when it gets okay. here. Excellent. 24 oh, hours. I, I, Thank I, you, I'd Jeff Bezos. Woo! It's uh, using Stasi,
2: East German agents, as the villain is underused in most action movies. I think we either go through Nazis or we go through um, Russians or sort of pseudo-German terrorists like in Die Hard uh, 2. Or three, rather three. Yeah. So uh, this should be interesting, and I'm uh, happy to see that happen. Um, I was going to say I, I, I don't doubt that Charlize uh, Theron can play can play a badass. Remember she played uh, uh, remember her role in Monster. Speaking of Monster, <laughs> that's a great that's a good segue. one. That's a good Thank good you. transition. That is a nice segue. Thank Vic. you. I worked on that one. Kong Skull Island. Kong Skull Island hit theaters this past week. Uh, it dominated the box office hmm, terrorized
0: Marty-ish. it was monster it was a monster at the box it office monster. <laughs> it wait it we already did monster. its way
2: uh, no um, uh, sunny uh, uh, Jonathan you both saw it did you not? Uh, I did. did, did okay, did well, uh, Jonathan, you want to tell us what you thought of the movie? I did oh, not yeah.
1: see this. Jonathan, why don't you, After take, Sonny why said don't you it take was my stick? that. No, no, please, Sonny, this is your job. No, You're the professional no, that's okay. reviewer. You, you, should, no. you should describe it. I do it. the catchphrase. You do the movie reviewing.
0: Uh, <laughs> so uh, Kong Skull Island uh, is a movie about King Kong. Okay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> that's, sorry, that's, guys. Sorry. No. Uh, all right, so it starts in the it starts in the uh, World War II somewhere over the Pacific, and you have this this kind of dog, what we assume was a dogfight, uh, end with a crash into the to the beach, and then you have a American soldier trying to fight a Japanese soldier, hand to hand, gun to gun, sword to hand, uh, until King Kong puts an end to it. Because King Kong in this movie is the peacemaker. Uh, And we learn this in the 1970s when John Goodman tries to lead an expedition back to the island because he wants to confirm his hollow earth thesis that the world is filled with monsters and that, you know, they they still roam the earth. Uh, And they go to Skull Island, which they... Proceed to drop a bunch of bombs on to measure the the, the use the sonar waves to measure Seismic, you know, or, yeah. uh, to measure measure what's going on under the ground. They find out it's hollow, but also King Kong does not like this, so he kills a bunch of American troops mm. uh, led by Samuel L. Jackson, a kind of crazed oh. Colonel Kurtz-style figure uh, who then needs to get revenge for his men. Blah blah blah. Long story short. Uh, uh, the American military is terrible. We create all of our own enemies. Uh, and uh, John C. Riley carries the film as the grown version of the American pilot who crashed decades before. As he has often done. As he has often done. No, he, I would say the only thing that really makes this movie worth watching is John C. Riley's kind of comic crazy turn. What do you say, JBL?
1: Has John C. Riley ever been bad in any movie ever? Because I can't think of a time. I I think John C. Riley is like uh, excitement in a bottle. You put him into a movie, and he's just good. He makes everything better. Even bad movies, he makes them better. I I,
2: I would say don't see casualties of war. Uh, He was terrible in that, but I don't mean terrible acting. It's just an awful role. Well, I, that's the one with Michael J. Fox and Sean Penn. God, he was in that?
0: Yes. Yeah. And that yeah. came out in like 87, yeah. 88, something yeah. like. That? Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. So I did not love this movie. I did not hate it. Mm. It's I mean, so when you're doing kaiju movies, which is what they say, right? There's a whole genre of Japanese big monster mon- movies. Big monster yeah. movies. And Thank
2: you because I, I again, I didn't know what kaiju was. I was looking up some crazy Japanese movies Care- on the internet. Full. Okay, go ahead.
1: Careful. I thought it was Victorino. like a giant octopus monster. Careful. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, Muto. So I did not realize this, Sonny, until you told me. Mm-hmm. But the only reason this movie exists is because two corporate entities. Everything is about intellectual property rights. Yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers and Legendary Entertainment have acquired the rights to a whole bunch of these kaiju characters, which is why we had the 2014 reboot of Godzilla, directed by Gareth Edwards. Right? Yes. Uh, which I liked, but didn't love. Mm. Um, But it was clever and interesting. Rogue One, Gareth Edwards. Rogue, or yes, yeah, yes. Yes. Jurassic World, Gareth Edwards. Yeah. Um, Rogue One, Monster, Gareth Edwards. Um, And. We now have this King Kong. We have coming in 2019, Godzilla, King of Monsters, and then coming in 2020, Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh And the Legendary has self-proclaimed that this is the monster-verse. Yes. Uh, The monster cinematic universe. Universe of monsters. And I have to say that I kind of dig that. Mm. I don't... I, I... because this is this is not hyper reality this is not like the dark knight of monster stuff they what they've tried to do is they don't have a guy in a rubber suit doing the monster anymore mm-hmm. but there's still a playful aspect to these are monster movies mm-hmm. they're not taking it too seriously and they're looking to make interesting cinematic entertainment mm-hmm. product which i'm in favor of right right my so Sunny. my
0: my problem with kong skull island uh, was that they didn't go far enough with the let's have fun with it and let's just be kind of crazy and like they they tried to make it this whole Vietnam War allegory and uh, they the, you know Brie Larson who recently won an Oscar, is just this blank-eyed nothing of a photographer she it, 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 who is who is f- saddled with some of the worst lines mm-hmm. for instance when somebody s- describes her as a war photographer she corrects him and says actually I'm an anti or anti-war photographer Oh. anti warfare. and no. it's just so smug and yeah. annoying, and uh, and and really kind of terrible. Um, and so this is this is my problem with it: is that it has this kind of it it has a very it it has a very uh, kind of pretentious intellectual thing behind it. I think that. <laughs> I think you are possibly reading into things that may not be there. I do. I, I don't. think Go read some of the interviews with the director it, and some and all of the reviews really? talk okay. about how political it is. Well, and how it, you know.
1: So I I came out of it um, thinking that there are too many characters that the movie is really ill served by having like, totally. no kidding nine or ten people that you're supposed to keep yep. track of on three different missions, yep. and you don't need that. Yep. The only reason Brie Larson is in there is because they need somebody in the Fay Ray part—a pretty blonde girl that Kong, right. the Kong likes, because you need that beat in a King Kong movie. Uh, but otherwise, she doesn't have any reason to be there. Uh, you and can, really,
0: that's a terrible reason for her to be there. JBL, yes. I, I think she's she's just so the the whole role makes no sense. No. It's totally wasted. And again, the only reason she is there is to like really hammer home the subtext. We can't have text. Or we can't have subtext anymore. It all has to be text. Tom Hiddleston not
1: doing his
0: best. Wasted. I-, I love wasted. Tom, totally Hiddleston, wasted. But
1: Tom Hiddleston. You can see him picking up his check. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's not great. Even there are John things Goodman to like about it. Even John Goodman yeah, no I think is wasted in skinny, this movie. Skinny John Goodman. He's not meant to be skinny. Having not
2: seen this, uh is there any connection to the Peter Jackson no, King Kong? There's none, no, no, no continuation no. whatsoever none. Nothing.
0: The Peter Jackson King Kong is the Yeah, tell me about uh, that, Sonny. What did you th- how what, much no, how what, much did you like it? It's terrible. It's a terrible movie. It's about Two hours too long, and it's only three hours long. Uh, but the Peter Jackson King Kong is basically the uh, Andrew Garfield Spider Man of King Kong movies. Wow. It's been erased wow. from from memory. Yeah. It is it is not part of continuity anymore. Uh, it, no, it is none of them by are by continuity, by. right? I mean, well, right. we haven't I mean, this had continuity. Is, this since is a new King Kong forever, movie. right? We've had eight right. King Kong movies. Wow. Uh,
1: the first two in 1933, King Kong and seven King Kong, are in continuity. Then you have nothing until. Um, the 1976 reboot with Jeff Bridges and Jessica Lang. Then there's another reboot in 1986. Uh, and then I you have sprinkled in one. it, you have the, again, the intellectual property moments where you have King Kong versus Godzilla and King Kong escapes, which is where he goes against Mecha King Kong. Which Mecha my King favorite.
2: Kong. So, like the the, the the
1: gorilla equivalent of Mecha Godzilla? Yeah, so exactly. Mecha King Kong. This is Mecha Godzilla. Who built do you know there's Mecha a King super Mecha Godzilla? Oh, wow. Where there were two mechas, um, um,
0: which combined then to form a super, a super
2: mecha. mecha. No, I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: Wait, 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 hold on. Can we, can we just drill down into this for one second? How do two Godzillas combine into a larger Godzilla? Uh,
1: one is one is, I believe, a form of a mecha Rodan. And so we have a Mecha-Rodan and a Mecha-Godzilla, and they combine Voltron-style, not oh, the yeah. lion Voltron-style, but the good spaceship <laughs> Voltron-style. Right.
2: Right, right, Somebody is not the leg.
1: Yeah. Right. And, uh, and turning to Mecha-Godzilla. Okay. So can I, can I shift us for a moment into something sure. that—well, uh, first, can we, actually, can we do one brief moment about the origin of King Kongs? Do you guys sure. know about this? No, So King Kong is directed by Marion Cooper, who is this guy, uh, who's director back in the You're talking about the original. The yeah, original 33. Who is obsessed with gorillas and apes. Obsessed with them. And he directed a couple features and was sitting around thinking about it. And he wanted to do something with gorillas and apes. Didn't quite know what he wanted to do. And he was up in New York looking at one of the big skyscrapers, I believe it was the Time Life Building, and thought, what if there was a giant ape? and he was up on that building and there were airplanes shooting at him and he went from that backwards. So I mean, backwards. reverse yeah, I mean, engineered. he literally reverse yeah. engineered the movie he decided that the, I want a movie that ends with a giant gorilla on top of a skyscraper mm-hmm. swatting at airplanes and then I'll figure out the rest of the story what, what I need to get there and ordinarily we would say about filmmaking that this is si- the single worst possible way to create a piece of art mm. And yet, in this case, the image he had was so powerful that it has endured for 90 years. That's really Mm. really interesting and kind of cool. Mm. Um, That said, there is an aspect of the comparison of this which totally—I was obsessed with it all through this movie, which is the scale of King Kong because at first I noticed that the King Kong that they were presenting was noticeably larger than the original King Kong. So the original ah. King Kong, when you go back and look at this, I was sort of just thinking about the size you're, of you're the monkey. You're
0: talking about the Kong in Kong Skull Island.
1: Yes, is, it, yeah. is much okay. larger than the Kong of the original King Kong or any of the previous ones. Interesting. And so I, I was just thinking about this. Okay, so how big was the monkey when he was on top of, of the Empire table? And you go back and look, and he was originally shot as being 42 feet when he was on Skull Island, it was in the original movie, and then they grew him to 52 feet just to, to increase scale Yeah. once he hit New York. This King Kong is noticeably larger. Oh, yeah. When I say noticeably, okay. I mean like 300 feet tall yeah. as opposed to 50 feet tall, <gasps> which is just enormous. And even worse his scale shifts throughout the movie. There are scenes where, for instance, when Brie Larson is giving him his kiss, where you look and see, so Brie Larson is in that scene about uh, three Brie Larson's would give you the head of Kong, which then if you extrapolate out would mean that King Kong was really only like 75 feet tall. But then you see him again and he's towering over helicopters and is using like 70 right. foot helicopters right. as though they're the right. size right. of his hand. And then he threw the moon down right. at, no, at the so, helicopter. So I come home from this and i Literally, this was the. It was to me so distracting. Was the only thing I could think of throughout the entire movie. And so I go looking to the intertubes about this, and it turns out this is a thing, and it is a corporate thing. The Hollywood reporter had a long story about this because they, (laughs) legendary and Warner Brothers, were damned and determined to do Godzilla versus King Kong. But Godzilla is three hundred fifty feet tall. And so they have had giant corporate back and forth over how big they need to make King Kong so that Godzilla Uh. can't simply pick him up between his thumb and forefinger (laughs) and swallow him. And they, they knew this was a problem because King Kong has never been the size of (laughs) him. They've made him the size of the Empire State Building almost. And uh, so, yes, so this drove me to distraction. And I will put this in show notes. There are uh, a couple (laughs) monster movie obsessives out there who've created the definitive movie monster size charts with all of the movie monsters and their relative sizes between them. And it's hysterical. That's great.
2: Mm. I'm glad, having listened to your reviews, that I did not see. Uh, Kong Skull Island, but I feel like I've seen it anyway because I went on that ride in Universal.
1: Oh, that's right. They yeah, already had right. the ride. They really had the
2: ride. Was the Minus ride the good? But ride is great. It's insane. I mean, you get on. A, I mean, they spent a ton. It's like the Jurassic Park ride on steroids. So you know, you get on a. The lines must be insane, like an hour long. We went at a time where we just cruised right through, and in fact, did you have a fast pass? Yes, you gotta have the Fast Pass, and if you stay at one of the hotels on premise, you get a free Fast Pass. So we went right through. in Disney, you get to wear it on your wrist, so it's very easy. Here, you're looking around for... They look like raffle tickets. It's it's, it's kind of annoying. JBL, it's interesting that the rich doctor's
0: kid has all the, <laughs> the fast passes. Sonny, I was,
1: sunny, I was yeah. just thinking that myself. That's how we travel in style.
2: However, when we were kids with my parents, you know, there was no fast. You just had to wait. Oh, yeah, two rides is
0: fine because it's going to take three hours, you know, long, and you park in the so park. Aren't you, know. you glad you don't have to live like yes. a pleb now? Well, oh, my gosh.
2: It's wonderful. So we went through, and, you know, you're going through these areas where they clearly have designed for, like, lots of people to stay. Stand in forever so there's things to keep you busy and at some point because there's nobody there we actually got lost on the line because there's nobody there and it's so dark and scary and you know you finally get on this and, and basically you take a, it's a bus that goes through the jungle And uh, you're riding, and you have to put 3D
0: goggles on. So, ready for me? This is insane. I have a question is this Is this an off-track ride? Is there somebody like driving the bus, or is it like on a There's a There's a It's like on a trolley. There's a Yes, and uh, uh,
2: and it's partly you know it's partly you go through this you know jungle. I mean, you actually go through those giant gates. You know, to indoors or outdoors? Outdoors and then indoors. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, so oh, you go so inside,
2: good. and it's in fact a giant sort of IMAX screen, but with the 3D effect, and then these giant, you know, tentacles come out and shoot water at you, and it's, it's in my face. It's it was it was insane, and Kong is fighting against dinosaurs and giant centipedes. I don't suppose there were giant centipedes in the movie. There were not dinosaurs. No,
1: no.
0: Wow. Well, there were, there were like, the kind skull of lizard, lizard things, things the skull yeah. crawlers.
2: Was this, uh, but this was a universe—obviously, it has to be universal because it's Kong Skull Island. No, Warner Brothers, they like really? it. Really? Yeah. Wow. So the name—yeah, because the name of the ride is Kong Skull Island. And then you get through there, and I feel like I have whiplash, and then you just move on. But the, the bulk of the trip—the bulk of the ride is where the bus stops inside a theater, and then Kong is fighting against some giant lizard or something, and it's swinging the bus back and forth. And it's uh, pretty great. It's pretty, pretty intense. Cool. So anyway, I'm glad I, uh, I I skipped the movie version of that. Uh, but we were talking about. Uh just great monster movies in general um, can, can, I, yeah. can I stop please before we go. no 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 the, the one thing and, and I feel like I've been
1: too negative about this movie I really do appreciate the world building that they're trying to do the opening credit sequence for both Godzilla and for King Kong are really great they are newsreelish catch-ups to things dating all the way back to before World War II where you're getting glimpses of the mythology that they have set in place yeah. you have Project Monarch which is the secret of government mm. or organization dedicated to the, uh, the exploration of MUTOs, which are massive, unknown terrestrial organisms. And that whole thing, I just, I'm into it. And if it could even, ju- it doesn't even need to get better than the quality of the first Godzilla, the 2014 Godzilla. If they can match that quality with these movies, I'm fully in.
0: I, uh, I resent all of this. I, res- yeah. I resent all of this trying to build a shared universe that they're force feeding to all of us slack-jawed yokels who need. But Lur- two hours then be monsters fighting. Two hours of entertainment force fed down our throat like a like a tube. They put it and they shove it in there, and it's just this is just awful. I don't. I don't. I, I. hate this. I hate this almost as much as the, uh, the horror. Uh, the the Hammer shared universe that they're trying to create with the mummy and Doctor Frankenstein and. And uh, all that, which is we can talk about that later, I guess. But so it's it mean it, it's everything has to be a shared universe now. Nothing yeah. can just be. Here's a, here's, a a movie, Cinematic universe, here's a movie. Here's a movie. Except that this is the tradition of the kaiju movies. I mean, if
1: you go back and look at the list of movies from Japan, from Japan was for Honda was the producer who did all these. That, that's what all these were. They were sequels upon sequels, layered with characters from other. So they were all Movies. As well. They're all connected, and they even had bizarro continuity. Where oh well, Godzilla has been affected by Rodan's radioactive ray breath, and so he now has Son of Godzilla, and blah blah blah. And so, in a way, that's it's all in keeping with what it is, and I'm fine with it. J- Jvl, when you yeah. were uh, go ahead, Sonny.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, but those those movies are all low budget crap, and we've always kind of accepted they're, they're low budget crap. We didn't we don't we don't need the two hundred million dollar Godzilla movie followed by the two hundred million dollar King Kong movie followed by the three hundred million dollar Godzilla versus King Kong movie. I well, like people I just are going so, to see it. Are they? I mean I you, this movie did okay. It did 61 million at the box office, but that's that's basically mm. that's markedly lower than the Godzilla movie did in its in its debut. It's 20 million off that and I I like I I really would be kind of surprised if this is a viable friend. And frankly, I hope they all fail.
1: I hope they fail. Well, I <laughs> So the global grosses are much higher, right? It made a lot more overseas. The economics of this, I think, are probably geared towards international audiences much more than American audiences. It's aimed at Japan and and China. uh, And that is... Again, for me... I grew up watching these things on UHF channels. Yes, you know what I was going to say to you, JVL. I love it. Ultraman. Do you remember Ultraman? Of course, Ultraman. I remember Ultraman. Yeah. I
2: remember growing up. It would be Saturdays and Sundays. Ready? Channel seventeen. Yes. Ah. Or channel, channel twenty-nine. Oh two yes, UHF I love channels. twenty-nine. We had 29, and twenty-nine, I believe, was uh, Star Blazers at seventeen. Yes. That had been Battle of the Planets. Okay. Yes! Totally geeking out, but. Um,
0: Goddamn New Jersey nerds. <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, that's what. But that's all the Godzilla movies. Godzilla versus Mothra, or Mechagodzilla, yes. or Rodan, or whoever. Godzuki, the little baby Godzilla. That was all,
1: for me, I think, Channel 17 on like a Sunday afternoon. That's totally. In fact, I remember striking the bargain to take a nap on a very specific Saturday afternoon to stay up to see the broadcast of. Godzilla versus King Kong oh, which wow. didn't it, a big, it had like yeah, a 7pm start yeah, time crazy. Yeah. and I stayed up for it and I was team Godzilla as a kid I always didn't like King no, Kong I think all. I was with Godzilla I was as well. Godzilla, even though yeah. it should have been for the mammal, um, and then Rampage. Remember Rampage, the video yes, game of, of our course. Years where we would, you get to choose as the Wolfman. Nobody yes. wanted to be the Wolfman. Everybody yeah. would want to be Godzilla or, or, King, or Kong. King Kong. Yeah, that's right. Not actually named Godzilla or King Kong because right. midway did oh, not yeah. have the rights <laughs> to those characters.
2: Sonny, <laughs> did you grow up at all watching those? Kind of
0: uh, shows? No, I didn't particularly uh, care for those movies, which is I think one of the reasons why I don't actually care for Godzilla or King Kong. Mm-hmm. I like none of this does anything for me sonny was watching Truffaut as a young man <laughs> with his his patches elbow patches <laughs> and his beard when are we going to when are we going to have our 400 blows cinematic universe <laughs> when am i going to get my antonioni cinematic <laughs> oh, universe I Antonioni, where, you love Antonio where sonny. la ventura and blow up exist in the same plane
1: do you know who we have to have in as a special guest for that episode i do Fred, Fred the Barnes. Beetle Barnes. Fred Barnes. Fred loves... Barnes knows all of the French New
2: Age yep. cinema. Yep, he did. That was his time, as he says. Yeah. He also loved, he told me, he also loved Quentin Tarantino's Jack, Bla- uh, Qu- um, uh, what's Jackie Brown? Jackie Brown, yeah. Yeah, yeah he loved Jackie. Brown. He said, Oh, Barbara and I saw that. It was great. That was our time. I love that movie. Yeah. So he loves Quentin Tarantino's Jackie well, Brown. All men of wealth and taste love Jackie yes. Brown. Yes, but you it's know what? I, there was a show on JVL when we were kids, also called Space Giants. Did you ever see that one? I was really young. I was about four. I don't think so. And it was also made in Japan. You can find it on YouTube. It's ridiculous looking. Um, they're like, so they just cast these actors and then have miniatures of, you know, models so of like
0: kind of like... Power Rangers?
2: Yeah, they came from outer space. Like Mighty Morphin and, Power Rangers? Uh, yes, and one. it's like Goldar, Silvar, Rodak. If there's any listeners, oh, Goldar. it's weird, That's isn't it? The names Ring-a-bell. are vague. Yes. If you, I mean, it, it vaguely rings a bell with a lot of people. If you
1: are out there and you are also space giants fans, let me know. So w- w- how close were they to Ultraman? Because if you remember Ultraman, Ultraman could... Like that. Yeah. He would cross his arms to shoot yes. energy blasts, but he could only remain giant for three minutes because of the poison atmosphere. Uh, and so you'd have to Defeat Godzilla mm-hmm. or Mothra mm-hmm. or Riden, mm-hmm. whoever it was, in yeah. three minutes, and you'd be doing like wrestling style moves with flying elbows yes! and drop kicks. That's right. I guess That's
0: like, right. It was, yeah, I don't understand. Even as a child, I thought this stuff was corny. Like, I was, <laughs> I, I want to say it was like eight or nine when Mighty Morphin Power Rangers came out, right? And I remember watching this and thinking, like, How can anyone watch this crap? Mighty Morphin Power
1: Rangers is is different than this.
0: Very (laughs) similar. No, no no similarity at all. It's very similar. I like
1: to think of young Sonny with a Capri Sun sitting there (laughs) appraisingly saying, Bosh. (laughs) It's all Bosh.
0: Yes, fact, fact. <laughs> exactly, Zero exactly. Pinocchios. I was, trying, was... I was trying to think of what, what I would have actually said. No, but it was Tish Tosh. Tish Posh. Tish <laughs> Posh. Tish Posh. There was also
2: mm. a female robot. Do you remember? It was a cartoon, a Japanese cartoon, where she shot rockets out of her
1: boobs. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. What? If anyone knows about Shogun that Shogun Warriors was another one of those. I, giant I had. Do you I have had
0: the Shogun had... Of course you did, because they were the well, expensive ones. Yeah, they were ones. the expensive
1: one. I had Great
2: Mazinga, and he Who fired. Who launched the fist? Yeah, um, yeah like um, missiles out of his fingers. Yeah. Man. And then I would, was dragoon, I would walk Rangoon through, or Dragoon?
1: I yeah. would walk through Kitty City window shopping those, wishing uh, oh, that I, sorry. please, Governor, give me so, a Shogun
2: <laughs> Warrior. <laughs> and do you know who the enemy was?
1: It was a Godzilla.
2: But I that's bet that? you we probably couldn't call it that. But no, maybe, it was a giant
1: lizard, giant, giant space lizard that breathed lizard. fire. Yeah, that's right.
2: Yeah, which it actually did, and the fist came out. Okay. You guys have thoughts on monster movies. Your favorite monster movies, and of course, this comes to the question of what counts as a monster movie. Sonny
0: well, what ranks? What, what counts? We we were talking about ranking yeah. monsters. Monsters. Oh. Ranking okay. the monsters, oh, right. and we'll the, the question then becomes, what counts as a monster? And when I was envisioning this, I was thinking the creature feature type. Oh, Victorino please. Mattis. <laughs> uh, which w- which would kind of limit it to uh, the King Kong, Godzilla, Mothra, mm. etc. realm. Okay. But right, I, I right. think I, I, JVL. I think you had a slightly more expansive idea of yeah, what constitutes so a monster.
1: JVL. Well, so you could take this in any number of about three different directions. One of which is the giant kaiju. Right? Yeah. Uh, The other of which is small-scale horror monsters like Gremlins or the Hellraiser guy or any number of things like that. And the other of which is slightly larger-scale sci-fi monsters like the Alien or the Predator. Yes. Yeah. And so you could—I would say you, you could cross the streams in all of this if you wanted to. I myself did not. I restricted myself to the kaiju, basically. Okay. Okay. to assemble my definitive ranking okay I'm all over the place why don't you go first Well, GVO?
0: Victor why don't you uh, explain your uh ranking system okay I just thought hmm monster movies and then I just started typing okay so it was totally uh, unthought out uh, and and random okay great <laughs> uh, I my my take on this is that it uh, actually doesn't make any sense to count anything outside of the kaiju realm because like uh, for example a predator is not a monster a predator like from the predator movies that not really a monster he's just he's more like Hannibal Lecter he's like a serial killer on his planet his name is just Steve he's he's just Bob (laughs) he's like he's like he's going out for a a, he's going to his deer blind and he's picking off some humans there's a a billion of them walking
1: around he's a hunter
0: so not really a monster like the aliens are interesting but again like they're so small scale how could you Put an alien against a uh, Godzilla, whatever. So I think we need to stick to the the the, the kaiju mm. uh, realm, unless you really haven't thought this through at all and you're just tossing things out there, like some people. You podcast. know what? He spent all of his show prep on the transition with Charlie's. Yeah, no, that's good. Oh, no, it was I good. was so excited
2: was when you mentioned Atomic Blood. Wait a minute, Atomic Blood, Charlie's Theronid Monster.
0: Yes, yes. Okay, all right. JBL, anything, you go, JBL, top you go first. You, go top, you do whatever you're top. I have a top, top three, three, but you do top you. Three. Do you.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, number three is a tie between Super Mecha Godzilla, which I mentioned earlier, which combines a Mecha Rodan, I believe somebody will correct me if I'm wrong, with the Mecha Godzilla because there were two Mechas created by the United Nations anti-Godzilla force, uh, which is a thing throughout all of those movies that the UN has a special anti-Godzilla <laughs> force, which is great, especially because Godzilla is sometimes good and sometimes bad. You never just know whats like the UN. <laughs> just like the United Nations, uh, and the other my my lone swerve for this list, tied for third place, the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man,
2: <laughs> oh, okay. which Good. really, sure. really yeah. fits
1: with the uh, the definition of kaiju. Um, number two, King Ghidorah. Who was the greatest of the Godzilla villains? He was a three-headed, winged dragon. Oh, with I like two Tails. Yeah. No arms. He was the largest of them. He's the only one who was towering over Godzilla. It's kind of like a Hydra. He could shoot gravity beams out of his mouth. I don't know what a gravity beam does, but it's badass. It lifts right, because it's hair. not just a blast. It makes you weightless or something. Wait it's like, oh, or it's something. A gravity beam, right. and with his twin tails, could create tornadoes.
0: That's pretty yeah, that's, sweet. Sit with that's, that, that that's right? Sweet. You know what?
2: So, I re- was he purple? I remember this. I think, I
1: think mm-hmm. he changed. Right? To, to be honest, on my old cathode ray set on a UHF yeah, frequency, tell, it was to impossible tell. to tell what right. color Same he was. On the zenith. Uh, and the number one Godzilla, Godzilla. Godzilla is yeah. all, like he's the classic. He's the no. best. You can't go. I don't believe in swerving and going pomo on Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Like Godzilla is Godzilla, and he's the best in the king he's, of monsters. He's for literally a the king of monsters. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh no, Sunny, go.
0: No, you go. No, I don't have I'm, a list. Like I said this. you you don't have a list. No, I want
2: you to I have my my list is different. I'm talking you don't about have movies. a list. All you right.
0: go. Sunny. My number 3 uh is the Jaeger piloted by Charlie Hunnam in Pacific Rim. Ah. Am I allowed to do yeah. the kaiju fighting kaiju? Sure. Yeah, sure. All sure. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Because it's basically Because it's basically, yeah, it's great. And it, it just is, it, it is very uh, kind of, it's both ridiculously complex and like overly simple where you have these two people melding brains so they can punch and kick. So they can, like, it's just like, they we we got this whole thing where we're going to meld the brains together and they've got to fight as a team and then they just punch and kick and use a sword. I mean, like it's so ridiculous, but also kind of awesome. Uh, Number two, I'm going to stay within the Guillermo del Toro universe Uh. uh, and the Hellboy two Last Elemental, which is the giant plant monster Mm. that is brought to life that Hellboy has to. And it's it's actually it's my it's one of my favorite movies in both of the hell or one of my favorite moments in both of the Hellboy movies because there's a real sadness to when Hellboy kills the last elemental he understands that he's wiping out the last of a kind and it is very it's very kind of emotional and touching and you don't really get that a lot in the uh in in the whole kaiju universe i've never bought the whole like oh we would love king kong we would feel emotions for this big monkey that's destroying all of our cities and killing all of our soldiers and throwing helicopters around F King Kong. You
1: know, the other the other <laughs> problem this movie sets up for the King Kong Godzilla franchise going forward is that a team of five under resourced, nineteen uh, seventies style US Army The helicopter pilots comes within a hair's breadth of killing King Kong, and only because uh, the night manager intervenes are they stopped from it. So if these guys can
0: can waste King Kong, I don't think he's going to have any chance. He's got no chance against Godzilla, who is of course number one, the king of the monsters. Yeah, like there's no. He's no one denies this. He's a giant lizard who breathes fire. I, like I, You can't really get any better than that. I'm sorry. Well, I'm going to
2: have to disagree with you. I think my number one monster of all time is Mothra. I hate moths. They freak me out. <laughs> They're hairy. They're not meant to be. Heavy. They have fur. They yeah, have fur. They're gross. They're, they're gross. really gross. Yeah. Have you gross. ever yeah, seen yeah. them? I, it made me uncomfortable watching *Silence of the Lambs*. I didn't mind that. You know, he's making a skin suit. That's fine. But you know, the moth. <laughs> that's oh. just
0: that's just Sunday oh. at the yeah, Mattis yeah. household. I, I'll
2: close your eyes. There's a death moth. You the know, the little and, the
0: little tuck. That's Saturday. Oh, that
2: was that was <laughs> fine. I like that song. I every time I listen to that song, that punk song, that punk rock song. I thought, oh, I, I want to do that. But you know what? The the moths. Forget it. And a giant moth called Mothra.
1: <gasps> and Mothra horrifying. was oh. good. Mothra was good. It was <laughs>
2: How did you know how did
1: you know a really? almost always portrayed as a as a good kaiju. Really? mm mm-hmm.
2: I figured the only way to uh, you know uh, distract him is light, right? You would shine a light. Sh- I'm Mothra. shocked that
0: the the Hitler enthusiast has a problem with Mothra. It's you know <laughs> 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 German enthusiast. enthusiast. Not a, he's no, not a Hitler oh, thank you. enthusiast. Thank,
2: thank, you. Germanophile. thank you. Germanophile as we say. That's yeah. all. Germanophile. Also the thing from the thing, but that's you know different. It's not giant monster. It's this thing. Yeah, you know, that's I don't not. Know. That's, you know, yeah, I know, it's it's an and interesting choice. I, I, I would like to also talk briefly about Predator, even though we're not counting that because it's a it's a hunter Vic, Vic, from outer you, space. Are you a ma- are you mad that I attacked Predator? I was very hurt because first of all, great movie. John McTiernan two years before Die Hard, which is interesting. Predator is a perfect movie. It has an amazing <laughs> cast. First of all, it has one of my favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger shtick lines, which is when he throws the hunting knife and he <laughs> took <Stick says>, around. <laughs> Thank you, Sonny. Yeah, and uh, and of course, it's got Carl Weathers right. And I'm pretty sure the only movie that had two future U.S. governors. It's very possible. Right, Schwarzenegger yep. and Jesse Ventura. But I just discovered this, um, having watched uh, Iron Man 3 also over the weekend. One of the other members of the Predator Commando team.
0: Shane Black. Shane Black. Yeah. Shane Black go. acting. He's, yes. No. No. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. that's awesome.
0: Yeah, no, I I I noticed that the other I noticed that maybe six months ago I was like, I was watching the the end credits, the end credits where they show all of the guys they have like Arnold Schwarzenegger smiling, Arnold Schwarzenegger whatever, and then one of them is Shane Black. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, and I looked it up. I looked it up on IMDb because I was like, I couldn't I couldn't believe that. In between takes, he was probably writing about a buddy cop movie with a black Shane Black. Of course, is directing right now the Predator reboot. There you go. Um I would
2: say what <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. a bit player from the first one yeah. directing that's that's yeah. really something. Is that mean. funny how that works out? Uh talking about Godzilla, I would say what I really hated was the remake of Godzilla with Matthew Broderick. Jonathan, you and I saw that at the Uptown. Do you together. remember? One of the many, many Do you realize for
1: like ten years we saw almost every movie together? I, I, yeah, well I don't know about seeing them, but yeah, we went to them. <laughs> that movie and was Sarah Jessica Parker was in that too? She
2: oh, no no it wasn't. This is the worst part. We yeah, think about because he married who, her. Are you who, ready for this? Yeah.
1: Maria Petillo. Yes. Oh, Maria Petillo. Awful. Terrible. That move, and where it's rainy constantly because they couldn't get the effects done right in time for it release date. And so out. they just said, we'll just make it rain. Make it I think rain The constantly. only good
2: thing was Jean Reno, but this—it was a very pre-9/11 movie because I remember Do you remember this JVL. It's the, the theater at the Uptown is packed, and Godzilla comes up from underneath and smashes an Apache helicopter, and every the whole theater erupts in applause for yes, let's kill U.S. soldiers. It was I, just a very pre-9/11 movie.
0: I, I, this is and Kong Skull Island is kind of back to that. I just I oh, can't stand.
2: No. Yeah, I don't like to see that. That's just you know okay.
0: Any other monster thoughts?
2: Mm. Okay. Corrections or clarifications. Anything. Um, I have
1: two. Go for it. JVL. Correction. Sonny Bunch said that Logan is the only great Canadian superhero.
0: Oh. Ah, <laughs>
1: great. Listener, Emphasis on great. Timothy Malone says Deadpool... I got to say, I am not a Deadpool guy. I don't really dig Deadpool. I find the entire cult of slap Deadpool on everything that uh-huh. Marvel does in the comic books Utterly mystifying mm-hmm. and kind of annoying. I find Rob Leofield to be yeah. unbelievably annoying. Right. That said, I cannot deny the greatness of Deadpool. He is not the flavor
0: that I enjoy, but a lot of people really dig it. He's great.
2: Isn't Ryan wow. Reynolds like also saying, the actor yeah, Canadian?
0: This, this is like saying that McDonald's is a great restaurant. No, he's just everywhere. Uh, Garbage. He's, he's everywhere. He appeals to the lowest common denominator and he's terrible. Terrible. No, not great. I, He is Canadian, he's just not great. Disagree. He is the North Star, but with more fans. Correction
1: number two, unless you have Deadpool. No, no, no. no. Victorino. Uh, My buddy Kevin Benversi has brought me up short. I said that Scarlet Witch saying No More Mutants was the plot of the House of M maxi-series for Marvel. That is wrong. That is the final line of the Mm. maxi-series, which then sets up another series. It... I'm ashamed.
0: You should be. You Shame. should be. You you are going to lecture me about the greatness of Deadpool, and you can't even remember this obscure line from a <laughs> nonsense comic book series years ago. I have no corrections. Thank you, Sonny. And I am not. my uh, my statement oh, about yeah. please uh, Canadian superheroes remains correct. The only other good Canadians were the Mounties in the WWF. Okay. <laughs> Those are the only good Canadians.
1: That's very deep. What. What about Chris Benoit? <laughs> the, the murderer? What about, oh, wow. what about the great Brett the Hitman Hart?
0: Oh, the uh, greatest Lord, living yeah. Canadian. Uh, okay. Instant correction. <laughs> Brett the Hitman Hart is not only the greatest Canadian, but also the, the greatest wrestler, wrestler of all time. All time. A hundred ex- times better than Shawn Michaels. Garbage. Shawn Michaels wow. is garbage. Brett, H- Brett the Hitman Hart is amazing.
1: The excellence of execution, Shawn.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. yeah fact track
1: true. We hear something that's
2: weird timing yet again. We were talking about Harry Tubb in the last episode and then like the next day I turn into I turn to the Washington Post uh, style section and look and see that they have a review of a show that's been going on in the WGN network called Underground. And the picture they had was of Harriet Tubman, the an actress, Aisha Hines, playing Harriet Tubman with a shotgun. And now it's second season of Underground, and everyone's very excited for action, um, the
0: action version of Harriet Tubman. But no superpowers just yet. But this, this goes back to my point that Harriet Tubman should be a hero who can, like, Obscure uh, herself and like distract attention because she carries a gun. She's like the original gun-toting badass. M- a mutant who could like fire beams of light out of her eyes wouldn't need a gun, right? She'd need the. gun. Yeah, but so what? But phasing. So if she was Kitty Pryde, oh, no. does that? But then she know, wouldn't. But then doesn't... she wouldn't need the gun. Mm. She needs. She needs a power that leaves her very vulnerable. That's mm. why she needs the gun.
2: Okay, that's interesting.
0: When
1: Zack Snyder directs Harriet Tubman. Colin, whatever. The she'll be the she'll is.
0: be an amazing Sorry, kung that. fu expert who also shoots people in the face. There you are. in the face. Thank you. Spirit of the week brought to us by Sonny Bunch. Yes. I was uh, wandering through the wine aisle of Giant the other day, looking for something to replenish my amazing. Library of, win- it's. I have like four wines. Uh, like RW R- Apple, yeah, right, seller. But yeah. I came across Layer Cake Cabernet Sauvignon, vintage 2004, uh, 2014 in California, USA. And I thought, you know who likes Layer Cake the movie? Jonathan V. Last. You know who might like layer cake? The wine, Jonathan V. Last. So I, I brought it in. And Jonathan, what do you think? I
1: love it. I've had layer cake before. I enjoy their cab. I think it's it's delicious. It is not as good as the movie. Yeah, but it is, is quite yeah. good. it's 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 fine.
0: Just like the just like the movie.
2: It's very drinkable. And I wish I think for the next episode, if we do wine again, I'll bring in like a steak. Yeah, we could just and move the,
0: it to the, the palm. I th- yeah, we, we, could we could just The first live yeah, episode. The First live episode, and we could eat a steak. Yeah. It'll yeah, yeah, uh, be a lot of clinking, but and, that's good. People yeah. like
2: that for the sound effects. Okay, good. Um, well, that is all the time that we are giving you for this episode. Questions, comments, complaints, compliments. Tweet us at Victorina Mattis at Sunny Bunch. Again, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play. Just type in substandard on a podcast. We're there. Leave a review. We're almost at 100 now uh, stars, uh, so keep it coming. Uh, tell your friends, and don't forget, uh, the substandard show notes will be up on Friday at 11 a.m. at weeklystandard.com. Until next time. So over the uh, weekend, um, I had to take my daughter to uh, bowling with her first grade uh, classmates. So they invited everybody. They, you know, the mother said she didn't know, you know, how many people. So she didn't invite everybody. There was 25 kids. My goal was to just drop her off and leave. And then I saw it was like just a mob scene and chaos. And kids lying down on the wood floor and other kids dropping bowling balls near them. <laughs> So I said, you know what? I think I'm gonna stay. Uh, so I stayed, and uh, and it's funny because you know I don't know if you guys, when you were kids, did you have bowling parties? They got yeah, sure. They got the
1: gutter guard. They didn't have gutter guards when we the were the bumpers. Kids. The bumpers. They did yes. have bumpers when we were kids. Not so what, when I played. But it was a big because they were. You literally had to lug the bumpers out and. Physically oh, place yeah. them in the thing. Yeah, now they they the big balloon things. Yeah, big yeah, balloon yeah. things, and they were there. So yeah. once the bumpers oh. were in, there was no taking them down. Yeah. And now, now you they pop have, like, them the up, th- and they, they know like, hey, yeah. the kid is up, he gets the bumpers. The grown-up is up, the bumpers flip down.
2: No, when I was a kid, we didn't use those gutter guards, and I'm telling you, I would go five or six frames of zero, you know. But now the kids, you know, everybody's a winner, that. but still, uh. you could still score uh. zero if you're really bad. But uh and the other thing is, you know, the kids don't really care anymore. You know, I mean, I mean, the parents they just let the kids do whatever they want, and that's sense where you know no one's like when i was a kid you know my dad would embarrass me by trying to show me how to bowl he liked to bowl and so you know we would and i'd be like leave me alone i'd rather score zero than have you in front of all the kids <laughs> showing me how to throw this thing and uh, but the other thing was this um oh, oh they had the that 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 foot foul was on because they must have had some <laughs> league play earlier and they left it on so you know, it kept on going off, and the kids would get F for foul. Right Mark now. it down, Donny. Right?
0: <laughs> Mark it eight. <laughs> Mark it zero, dude. Exactly. Mark it eight, dude.
2: And uh, and so I said, okay, kids. I said, you see that foul? Do not cross the line. Throw that ball before you cross the line. And they were doing that, and then one parent thought, oh no, this is too much, and went to the uh, counter and said, please turn it off. God. So they can snowflakes. just snowflakes. If you could Got let them, you just let
1: them walk down the alley.
2: Yeah, how about that? that? How about you great. just walk
1: up? I would really like Madison to get a 170 today.
2: <laughs> Madison!
1: <laughs> and Tyler. And Dylan. Yeah. And Dylan. Can I can I invent something? Yeah. So the uh, variety review of Atomic Blonde, there is a line in it in which the... I forget which critic it is at Variety says, that at this point in her career, Charlize Theron is as durable an action hero as Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone ever were. <laughs> and I just thought, are you
0: kidding me? I can't name another Charlize Theron, action I can. She was in like *Anne Flux*. She was in like *The Huntsman*,
1: and she was in *Anne Flux*, which was a bomb. She was in *The Huntsman*, *Snow White*, which did not do very well. She was in *Fury Road*, which is an action. That <laughs> look, was this good is not. That. Look, she was great in uh, *Mad Max*. Mad Max. She may be fantastic in this movie. She looks great. I, I am happy to stipulate that Charlize Theron is awesome, even though she's not the flavor I like. I'm happy to stipulate that she is really great in an action role because she's very physical. She was dance. Her background is in dance, and that translates very well to to action in movies. Yes, it does. But this is the type of the. It, it reminded me of this. Uh, I remember watching a. During Lindsay Davenport's heyday as a tennis player. Oh, the tennis player, yes. Watching a match in which the insipid Tracy Austin was doing commentary with John McEnroe before McEnroe became a parody of himself. And Lindsay Davenport hit a forehand winner, and Tracy says, You know, her forehand is so devastating. It's a lot bigger than most of the men on tour. Don't you think that's right, John? (laughs) And there's this dead silence, and McEnroe says, Tracy... Which men on tour have weaker forehands? <laughs> it, was just, it was the most uncomfortable <laughs> moment of live television I've ever that's, heard. That's uh, and, and I just thought, You've, are you kidding me? Charlie's Theron may be fantastic. She's certainly a better actress than either of those two gentlemen, yeah, yeah, sure. Schwarzenegger or yeah, Stallone. Of course. But in terms of durability as an action hero, that is the most preposterous thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why he won. We don't do politics.
0: Yeah, but I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. okay, it's fine. I don't. What are we doing? I, I'm trying to steal. I'm trying to steal your line here. I, I can't come up with a good one. So, uh,
1: you know, you think you can make the wait until Atomic Blonde is released this summer, Sonny? <laughs> what? <laughs> can you wait <laughs> as until Atomic Blonde comes out this summer? It's a long time to wait. Are you going to be okay? No. No, I'm not.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to be okay. I don't this even. Know, I, me, don't even know to, this, I don't even this, know how to. I don't even this, know how to put the it's fine at the me. end yeah, of that. I don't okay. know. I, it's fine. It's fine. Listen, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> <laughs>